Hey, what's up, beautiful loves? It's your girl Monique from A Date with Destiny, and happy Monday to all of you beautiful people out there. Well, I hope you all um, are having a great day or had a great day, and um, I hope you all had an awesome weekend as well. You know, we truly bless God for who He is. This is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. Amen. We bless God for everything and we thank him that he continues to just be faithful to us and we thank him for his grace and his mercy we thank you for his amazing love towards us we thank him for his protection we thank him for his guidance his wisdom everything that you need god has it okay so just know that he has you as well in the palm of his hands he has us all covered and we truly bless his name and lift him up and give him all the glory, honor, and praise that is due his name. And, um, you know, may God just bless and touch each and every one of you in a mighty special way as well. May he just do a new thing in and through you and meet your every need. And um, right now, you know what? We're going to continue again with part three of Women's History Month, all right? So I'm going to go through the women of the Bible again. Um, I have four more ladies from the bible to share with you about okay so that's what we're gonna do right now okay the first one i'm going to talk about is ruth and ruth chapter 2 verse 10 it says this at this ruth bowed down with her face to the ground she exclaimed why have i found such favor in your eyes that you notice me a foreigner So, according to Ruth, it might be flying solo or a table for one. Ruth thought she'd be single forever, sitting at home alone on Friday nights or Saturday nights. You know, she figured love had already passed her by at a young age. Although she had been married at one time in her life, her young husband had tragically died. And now... She lived in a foreign land with her mother-in-law, Naomi. For Ruth, her decision to leave Moab in order to remain with Naomi meant that the prospect of a future wedding in Israel would surely be bleak. So, what Ruth didn't know was that God was preparing her to one day meet the man of her dreams, but... While God was preparing her, Ruth wasn't just sitting down idling and goofing off. You know, she was learning about God through Naomi and she was growing in her faith through obedience to God and her mother-in-law. And during this time, Ruth didn't realize that God was arranging a meeting between her and the man that she would one day marry. The man's name was Boaz and he noticed some things about Ruth. He noticed how she cared for her family. He watched her willingness to work hard. He took note of her devotions to God. He might even have asked God if Ruth was the one and he what he saw in her character gave him his answer. Even the circumstances had worked out just right as they slowly fell in love in the golden fields of Bethlehem. So, what does Ruth's example teach us girls? 
will to take off as hard as you can towards Jesus. And you'll be leaving a lot of ordinary guys in the dust at that point. You may even, you know, spend some Friday, Saturday nights at home alone, reading a book or something. Watching a chick flick, you know, playing puzzles, you know, playing games, whatever, with with, with, uh, your brother, sister, little ones, nieces, nephews, whoever, you know, having family time and but just stay focused on your relationship with Jesus with all your might, you know, then at the right time, God, he will say, hey, look who's right beside you. A guy who is equally, equally passionate about his relationship with Jesus Christ that will catch your eye and your godly character will catch his. And the rest, well, the rest is history. Okay, and now we're going to go right along to Hannah. And in her stories in 1 Samuel... 1 verses 27 and 28 and it says I prayed for this child and the Lord has granted me what I asked of him so now I give him to the Lord so Hannah Lord I I need a new pair of designer jeans you know God please let this person call me back let this person text me back whatever it may be sometimes we treat God like like a big cosmic Santa Claus asking him for things that we don't necessarily need. We even try to bribe God by promising we'll do something nice for him in return if you'll just give me this and give me that, whatever. Then I'll do my devotions faithfully. I promise, Lord, I won't argue with my mom anymore. If you just do this one thing, God, as if God needs us to do him little favors. Hannah asked for something she really wanted. She asked God for a baby. Because she hadn't been able to have one. Then in her desperation and sadness, she did what we all tend to do. She made a deal with God. Hannah told God that if he gave her a son... She would give him back to God as a way to thank him. That was a pretty big promise to give the big a gift that she had wanted for so long. Well, you see, Hannah was so desperate. God knew Hannah's heart. He, he knew she had longed for a child. God doesn't always give us what we think we want. But in this case, God gave Hannah a son. And in return, Hannah thanked God by keeping her word. When her son Samuel was old enough, she took him back to the tabernacle where he had served God for the rest of his life. By the way, because she was faithful with what she had been given, God also blessed Hannah with five more children. You know, Hannah reminds us that God God loves to bless us with good things. And when God does give us what we want like Hannah we need to remember that everything that we have it belongs to God sometimes we are so busy asking God for more and more things that we don't take the time to thank him for what he's already given us and sometimes we tend to blow off 
our promises distracted by the next all-important request. You know, at times, are you? we, we might have to ask ourselves, you know, are, are you like Hannah when it comes to showing God thanks for his good gifts? And, you know, a prayer that could just say, you know, dear God, thank you for hearing and answering my prayers and teach me to pray from a pure heart like Hannah and to be truly thankful in Jesus name amen and we're moving right along talking about Jehokabed okay and you'll find her in Exodus chapter 2 verses 3 and it says but when Jehokabed could Hide him no longer. She got a papyrus basket for him and coated it with tar and pitch. Then she placed a child in it and it among the reeds, the reeds along with the bank of the Nile. So, this is Moses' mom had zero good options. She already had broken the law by keeping her Hebrew baby boy alive. Every day, she ran the risk of someone hearing him crying, asking questions, finding out about her crime. The punishment could be terrible, seeing her baby killed and getting her whole family in trouble. But the alternative was unthinkable. How could she say goodbye to her baby? But Jehokabed, she had guts. She knew what she had to do, no matter how badly she didn't want to do it. She sent her young son down the stream toward Pharaoh's palace hoping against hope to give him a chance at freedom and guess what it worked the bobbin bassinet grabbed the attention of the princess as she was taking a, a shower there you know in fact as it turned out the princess unwillingly they hired Moses mom and as his nanny according to Exodus 2 verses 6 through 9 so Moses had grew up in the royal household, setting the stage for him to later lead the Israelites out of Egypt. Look at God. You know, where can one act of faith lead us? Just one step of faith. We could ask Jehokabed. You know, she could not have planned for the things to happen the way they did. She acted in faith. And when she let her son go and let God do the rest. God proved himself to be faithful to her, orchestrating his perfect plan through impossible situations. And that is a God that we serve, y'all. He can work through the impossible. He can do the exceedingly and abundantly. Come on. Come on, God. He could do anything but fail. Glory be to God. Nothing is too hard for him. Is there anything too hard for the Lord? Come on. It's all about faith and trust. You know, just like Jehokabed, you know, we must be willing to just let go of whatever and let God do the rest. Like that, there's a song that says, let go and let God have his way. You ought to let go and let God have his way. Just let go and let God have his way. You ought to let go and let God have his way. 
And you know, so that is all what we need to do in situations and circumstances. Just let go and let God have his way because you know that God is in control. You know that God is working behind the scenes. You know that God will fight for you. You know that God is for you. You know that no weapon that is trying to form itself against you will not prosper. It will not succeed. You know if God be for you, then who dare can be against you? Come on now. Glory be to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. You know that God will uphold you with his victorious right hand. You know that God take care of you and he take care of your children. Come on. You know that is the God that we serve. He never sleeps or slumber. He works round and round the clock. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Come on, somebody. You know. Hallelujah. God. We're on the winning side. He's always a winner. Come on. God always wins. It is always ending victorious with God. Come on. You already know that you have the victory in Christ Jesus. You are more than a conqueror through Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. So it's just all about having that faith and you're praying faith when you're praying and you keep praying you keep believing and just trust in the Lord and keep praying in faith and believing by faith and, and you sing your worship songs by faith and you sing unto the Lord come on sing a new song unto the Lord and just you know be joyful in the Lord and you just do what you're doing glory be to God knowing that God is on the throne hallelujah thank you Jesus that God is able to meet your every need and see you through every situation and circumstance. Glory be to God. Thank you, Jesus, because he's awesome, because he's great, because he's wonderful, because he's powerful, because he's incredible. Glory be to God. Thank you, Jesus. So just believe and have faith just like Moses' mother did. Because God will always work out the circumstances. He will always turn it around. What the enemy tries to plot for bad. God. Turn it around for your good. All for his glory. Hallelujah. Thank you Jesus. And right now we're going to go to our. Last woman of the Bible right now. I'm going to speak about. Which is Esther. And you'll find her in Esther chapter 4. Verses 16 all right and it says I will go to the king even though it is against the law and if I perish I perish all right how has it come down to this Esther wondered aloud as she stood in the king's palace thinking back over her life in some ways she lived a charm life winning the Miss Persia contesting and marrying the king but Esther wasn't feeling so lucky those these days Esther had a secret she was no Persian she was a Jew when a Jew named Mordecai insulted the king's favorite noble Haman this scoundrel got the king's permission to destroy all the Jews in the empire Another day, another decree. Such was life in the empire. But here's the catch. Mordecai was Esther's cousin. And because Esther's parents, they had died, Mordecai had raised Esther. And he encouraged her to change the king's mind. Who knows, he said, 
Maybe God had put you in this royal position for such a time as this. Pacing just outside of her throne room. Hmm? Esther just taking deep, deep breaths and stuff and just trying to calm herself down. Wondering what is going to happen. What is she going to do? Like what? How does she even start? What is she going to say? You know, she knew that she could be killed for the risk that she was about to take. But she had to do it. The lives of millions of her own people were at stake. She mustered all her courage, closed her eyes, took one last deep breath and stepped up to the door and took a chance. Took that leap of faith. Come on, hallelujah. It, it is always worth it to do what is right, you know what is right and pleasing in the eyes of the Lord just ask Esther you know we can defend those girls that whoever try to make fun of somebody you see somebody at the lunch table you know making fun of this whatever girl and whoever you don't have to join in you have to join in with them you know but you can say you know you can just stop it right now and say that is totally not nice it's really not nice to talk about people you don't know what that girl is going through or what, you know, I mean, you don't have to join in the negativity. You don't have to give in. You know, we, we can just re- refuse, refuse to give in to whatever peer pressure. You know, we can hold, hold on and hold out for Jesus. You know, we can, you know, boldly tell people about Jesus, what he's done in your life, what he's doing in your life. How he could change your life. How he's the best thing that has ever happened to you. You know, we may face ridicule and stuff. You know, people may laugh and stuff. They may not even understand. But we can remember what's at stake. You know, Esther, she had risked her life. Okay, and God did incredible things through her. Do you have the chance to make an impact where you're at right now? For Jesus? Take that step of faith right now. And because God will give you the courage. Take that chance just like Esther. Because that is what she did in order to save her people. She wanted to see the deliverance come for the people. And that is exactly what God did. God showed up and showed out. Because that is the God that we serve. Glory be to God. Thank you Jesus. You just believe and have faith. Pray, believe, trust God and have faith. And a prayer that we can say, you know, dear God, in, in those moments when I'm feeling afraid, don't know what to do. Father, it is you. I, I know that it is you, God. I pray that you just give, give me the courage, oh, Father, dear God. Increase my faith in you, oh, God, to do what is right and good in your sight, oh, God. Thank you that you're always fighting for us, oh, God. Thank you that you are always with us, oh God. Thank you that the battle belongs to you, Father. Thank you that in you we already have the victory. It is in Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Well, beautiful loves, this is the conclusion right now of part three of Women's History Month. And you know, I'm going to continue on tomorrow with sharing with you some more women okay um it will be well these are some ladies that i had listened to 
way back then in the 90s okay I grew up listening to you know these R&B singers in the 90s and stuff so I just want to share some of their profiles with you all right so that's what we're gonna do on this week so I hope and pray that you were just you know encouraging your soul on today and I'll catch you back on next time all right on this podcast episode remember to always if you have a question, comment, or suggestion, or if you would like to be a guest on this show, just let me know. Get at me, um, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter at Bold Soldier Girl. Okay, email me Bold Soldiers for Christ at gmail.com. Okay, I love to hear from you, and um, thank you again as always. I like to say for your continued prayers and support means so much to me. I love you, but God loves you more. Peace out. Over and out.